0: Live. Oh, I get get excited. (laughs) I jumped the gun, but um, in any case, we we are live now. Um, well, not live. Nobody's nobody's listening live. We're gonna. I'm saying too much. Let me stop. (laughs) Take a breath. (laughs) I'm just really really excited because today on Girl, have you read?
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's not do it together, please.
0: Oh, it's not just me and Alex, not that I don't love Alex, but I'm excited today that we have a very, very, very special guest Um, on what is a very exciting day, not just for us because we have a guest, but it's a very exciting day for her because today is her release day. Congratulations, Woo! Phyllis. Thank
2: you, ladies. But I'm excited today- This is the book of my heart.
0: <laughs> but today we are going to be talking with um with Miss Phyllis Bourne, who is the author of Released Today, Between a Rock and a Hot Mess and Alex and I have read it and it is insanely funny yes. and it is sexy and it is cute and it is sweet and it is warm and it's just a whole lot of a whole lot of really good adjectives that <laughs> that I needed that I needed to read in a book. That's really- but <laughs> we it really, really bad. So And we both we put it off until right before we were gonna you know until right before we were gonna be talking to you so that everything would be fresh. But now I'm like, Okay, we're gonna have to do another episode about the book because we can't talk spoilers about the book today because today is release day. We can't give away <laughs> too much. Else. but. <laughs> I need to talk about this. <laughs> I need to talk about this. But we're gonna be good today. Um and, and you know, just to, to get us started, we're going to let you, you know, kinda formally, not really formally, but we're gonna let you introduce yourself and tell us about what you write, um and tell us some about about between a rock and a high mess.
2: Okay, I'm Phyllis Bourne. I'm a former newspaper crime reporter turned romance novelist. I used to write for the Fort Wayne News Sentinel and the Fort Lauderdale News and Sun Sentinel. I write contemporary romance, mostly offbeat comedies, or as I like to call my books, big, dumb, sexy fun. I
0: love that. I do too.
2: (laughs) The bottom line: I just love romance novels. When I'm not writing on, I'm usually reading one or um, listening to them on audiobook. Um, between a Rock and a Hot Place and a Hot Mess is my first indie release. Before then, all of my other books have been um, traditionally published, and this is also my tenth year as a published author. Ooh, That's
1: right! Awesome. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. So, what made you get into writing romance because it's a lot different than being a crime reporter (laughs) a lot different
2: (laughs) well I always wanted to write um I always wanted to write romance I'm pretty sure I figured that out in college but once you're in college and you're getting a journalism degree your parents don't want to hear about some dream to write a romance novel they want (laughs) to hear about you going to work Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And the crime thing, I just turned out to, I started off as a general assignment reporter, but I just turned out to be really good at it, to get the story behind the story. Because it's not just always, well, I was, this was years ago, but it's not about the crime or the horrific thing that happened. It's about how it affects the people, Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of time crime reporters get bad names because they're gone and they're bothering these families in their time of grief. But the truth is, this is the person who's the victim. This is the last time to get their story out there, to let people know that they were something more than a victim or somebody that got hurt or killed. They were somebody's father, somebody's brother, somebody's sister. They were somebody that people loved and that article is how it gives families a chance to take. this is how I want him remembered and I was I'm proud of the work I did as one it didn't get to be a little too much towards the end because you know you're you're going to see people at their worst times and then also you do have the um I worked in a town I covered Palm Beach County for the Fort Lauderdale News and Sun Sentinel and there were like three or four papers covering the uh, same story. So yeah, I've also, I've had to talk to try to talk to people outside the funeral home, outside the hospital, and I'm just boohoo crying while I'm doing it. But uh-huh. you know, right. I have to do it. So uh and then at other times I'm I'm taking notes about a plane crash but in the back my back pocket is the Viscount Vagabond and all of those
0: kind of, <laughs> Well, I bet that was kind of a nice, you know, a nice contrast, you know, between this, you know, this heavy, the heavy grief of these families and just kind of the darkness of that to be able to escape into that world, you know, of, you know, the hero and the heroine. And I bet that was a nice, a nice escape to have.
2: That's why I tried. That's why I think that's why I, I write um what I write, you know, fast, funny, sexy. Um, Well, mostly funny, more funny than sexy. Mm.
1: I don't know, Miss I don't know. My husband's my
2: first reader and he'll read um the love scenes first and sometimes he'll look give me the side eye and say, I guess that's just the way you were raised <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is funny. But oh, okay, so you said that your husband is, you know, you said that that's your, that he's your first reader. He's kind of the first set of eyes on your work other than yours. So with that said, what, what does your writing process look like? Are you a plotter or a pantser? Do you outline? Kind of how do you, how do you, I guess how do you set the mood for when you're ready to write and once that mood is set, where you go from there?
2: My process is long, slow, And extremely frustrating. I've been a published author for 10 years. And I think this is my 10th book. So that will show you how slow I am. But I try to look at it as giving you quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. But still, it's tough. So officially, I fall into the category of pantsing my ass off. (laughs) Because I don't know what's going to happen in my books until it happens. I just don't know. But I keep a post it on my desk, and if you follow me on social media, you've probably seen it. My husband wrote it down, and it says, just tell a good story. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. So when I sit down, um, I try to put all the rules out of my mind, and just, even when I'm, even when I'm my traditionally published books, I try not to think about is this gonna fly for this line, or are they gonna take this out and I just try to tell a good story and like I said, my husband is my beta reader basically he's my only reader before it goes well with with a rock and a hot mess he's my only reader and if I haven't told a good story, he'll kick it back to me and tell me to do it over
1: mm-hmm. Ooh. is that hard oh, <laughs> <laughs> i an in-house bay like that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it is it is kind of hard because um he'll he'll say um like for instance with a hot mess when i was trying to um i'm juggling it's a uh, love triangle so it's a heroine and i'm trying to juggle two heroes and um he kicked it back to me and he says this doesn't really like a hot mess to me so i can't be (laughs) in favor of one of the guys and balance things out and show oh. you to the other. And so when I gave it back to him, he said, Now this is messy and I knew <laughs> I was pray.
0: That's awesome. That that's really, 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 really awesome.
1: That is. I'm jealous. <laughs> Me too. I can't even get mine to
0: he'll let me he'll let me read love scenes. So he'll he'll do that part. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, even when he gets even my traditionally published work, um, if he gets off at work at two o'clock in the morning and I've got this two hundred pages waiting on him, he doesn't drink coffee. He'll say, "Let me grab a uh, soda and I'll take a look at it." And he actually reads every word.
1: Oh that's my gosh. God! that's That's go! So <laughs> Talk about relationships. Like
0: like like the emojis with with the hard eyes. Like (laughs) that's what my face looks like right now. That's amazing.
2: Well this year we celebrate um in December we'll celebrate our thirtieth anniversary, so
1: so y'all know what romance is. Yeah, we know each
2: other.
0: (laughs) That's really, really, really,
2: really
1: awesome. Like I can't stop smiling. Like (laughs) we (laughs) either Like, that's so cute. <laughs> woo, woo. Okay, let's fan the face a little bit. Here we go. Uh, okay, so, so to change it up a little bit, you, I know you said this was your first uh, project published independently. What made you jump from the traditional published realm to the indie realm?
2: I wanted to tell a story without a filter, without someone looking over my shoulder. I wanted to have the title I selected, the cover I selected. But my la- when I got um uh, the la- my last two covers when uh because you never know what you're gonna get until you get them. I think with Moonlight Kisses I burst into tears because mm-hmm. I just I was like a guy with a pink shirt on a lawn chair has absolutely nothing to do with my book. Um, <laughs> um, with Heated Moments, um they had a guy that looked like a uh, and this is just my opinion. Uh, I've had some really good covers, too, really good ones that um, but um, it looked like a hobo kissing a drag queen <laughs> <laughs> the guy was all red, all messy looked like he'd been rolling all over the floor, and I think I've um, made fun of it, and uh, I didn't call it heated moments, I called heated moments wicked beauty, and so I wanted to make my own decisions. Because nobody is going to care about your project as much as you do. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. Right there. So between a rock and a hot mess, it's all me. I'm the author, I'm the content editor, and I'm the publisher.
1: You know all about that. <laughs> I I'm, I'm just
0: sitting here <laughs> with my imaginary church fan. I'm like, I'm like my
1: arms open, like welcoming with open arms.
0: Speaking, speaking specifically about Between a Rock and a Hot Mess, who was your favorite character to write in that book? And who was your least favorite?
2: My favorite to write was Hot Mrs. Heroine um Riley Sinclair. She was tough. She says all the things most folks really want to say if they weren't afraid of getting their asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> she also had a sweet, vulnerable side that I like to slip in just when she was becoming a wee bit too obnoxious. My least favorite to write was one of the heroes because when I first started, I didn't know who would get the girl. But by the time I got to maybe Chapter 3, I did know. So the one that I knew who wasn't going to get the girl, he was hard for me to write. Right,
0: because nobody care about him
2: anymore.
1: Exactly. He's He's in the way. Yeah, you naturally just want to keep those two on the screen all the time. And it's like, oh, wait, I got this other guy kind of hanging out i gotta bring him in and make him at least a little (laughs) likable
2: but he served a need for her something in her that felt like she wanted that kind of guy Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to make him a bad guy because he wasn't a bad guy
0: right he just wasn't Mm -hmm. right he wasn't the right one for her and i just almost completely gave a spoiler so I'm
2: i'm
0: trying to remember Right, trying to remember. Wait, wait, wait. It's a love triangle. You can't say which
1: one. But um. <laughs> so, did you have any real life inspirations for any of these characters, or were they all just kind of? Ooh, I want to write about a, a
2: tough and witty girl. Or not so much the characters, but uh, some of the scenes were based on real life. For example, the bowling scene. Mm-hmm. That's um out of which real. Was a
0: life. Terrible, by the way.
2: <laughs> Except. Instead of the sexy take it had in the book, it had more of a edgy, competitive uh, take in real life.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> I
2: can. Where you just press the other person's buttons because you want to win, win, win. Um, kiss the ring is real life. Shut up. If you all remember that part, that's mm-hmm. real life. Because my husband, um, we can be somewhere and I'm just or and I'm just blah 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 and he can say in a minute, just shut up and look pretty. And anybody <laughs> else would probably just go after him and I just start smiling like I'm in a beauty contest. <laughs> so that was also real life, based on real life.
0: That's really really sweet. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you hope that people get from like? Is there a type of like like and like a message overall that you hope that people get? from reading Between a Rock and a Hot Mess, and not just Between a Rock and a Hot Mess, but just kind of all of your books in general. Is there is there a takeaway that you want readers to have when they pick up something that you wrote?
2: First of all, I always want them to be swept away into my big, dumb, fun world, mm-hmm. and I want them to be entertained. All of my books have a takeaway, something that you can use, because I feel, I feel like fiction teaches us how to live. So there's always a takeaway. Mm-hmm. Hot Mess... The takeaway is sometimes all you ever wanted is right in front of your face. With my last book, Heated Moments, which you both read, the takeaway was the more you love your decisions, the less you need others to love a co-sign on those decisions. Oh, that's another word. <laughs> <laughs> both hands. So there is there. always a takeaway. <laughs> so – since you do
1: have so many books out, do you read the reviews that people list, that people leave or have you ever had to respond to a review? Good or bad.
2: Every time people, every time authors say they don't read their reviews, I kind of give them the side eye and I say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm like, no <laughs> read. i am to read everyone, but good or bad. I never, ever respond. Never. Mm-hmm. You spend your money and you invest your time in the story. You have a right to your opinion, whether I like it or not, and you have a right to voice it. It it probably makes me angry. I'll probably get pissed initially, um, but mostly I feel bad that I disappointed somebody. Not just so, because of the money, because you, I mean, time is so short. You can't get your time back, mm-hmm. and if you didn't get it, and I disappointed you. I feel bad, but no, either way, I, I won't respond. That's
0: good. Why? It just makes me think of that lady that went to that reviewer's house and all of that. And I'm like, what are you what? doing? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You don't know, remember
2: that?
0: No, that, that, that it, was is like, crazy. it was like maybe. Huh, it was like last year or the year before or something like that. Like there was this woman who she went to this review, she was upset by the review that was left and the reviewer was like a popular reviewer or whatever and Mm -hmm. she found out that woman's address and went to her house.
1: All over Mm -hmm. some words. Like
0: I gotta chill. Like it never gets that serious ever. (laughs) But um but I I like I like what you said. You know, you spend your money, you have the right to have your opinion. I may not like it. And I may I may have some words about your opinion, but you can have it. I'm not gonna <laughs> talk directly to you though. Like that's what that's what friends are for. <laughs> you go and do you see
1: what this girl
0: left on mm-hmm. my book. Do you see this? Its they read. But okay, for any aspiring authors who may be listening, um, I know you, you've you've been traditionally published, you've been and now, you know, with the release of Between a Rock and a Hot Mess, you've been self published and like you said, you've been you've been at this, you know, you have some years in the game. What has your biggest lesson or mistake been on your journey? You know, something that was a particular turning point for you, something like that?
2: Oh, first of all, if you're aspiring, if you decide to go with a publisher, um, my biggest advice would be, and it's one of the takeaways, I think, in my book, uh, Sweeter Temptation, know your worth and don't settle for less than you deserve to see your book in stores because remember that publishing is a business. It's not a sorority. Look out for yourself and know your worth. Regret wise, yeah, I have some regrets, but I also think that everything happens for a reason. You know that saying? You have have to have gone through some shit to know some shit. True. And if it wasn't, hey. For what I've gone through, I don't think I'd be able to write the high caliber of stories that I believe I write now. So I wouldn't change. Even though I do have those regrets. I wouldn't change anything.
0: I think that's awesome. I think that's, you know, that's a great place to be in, (laughs) you know, to be able to see the lesson, you know, in the things that you've gone through and be able to see how it has enriched your life, you know, not just thinking about the negative aspect of
2: it. Yeah. My first publisher, I had uh, an amazing editor and she, working with her on Two books in a novella was like getting a doctorate in romance right. She was amazing. My second publisher, because I had been published before, I I learned how to edit myself. So um, learning those things along the way, you know, I wouldn't take anything from my journey.
1: So going forward, are you going to stay on the indie side or do you think you'll go back to traditional?
2: I think I'm going to stay on the indie side. So it's a lot more work. Because you have to do everything yourself, but yeah. then you can have everything in the way you want it and the way you want it packaged for your readers And make it a good, smooth reading experience for them because that's who that's who matters
1: so what would you say is the hard I know you said it takes a long time, but what would you say is the hardest part about
2: writing? I'm easily distracted, <laughs> sitting down and actually doing it, resisting the urge to you know when you work at home you you can get up and go to target whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, on, when I'm on deadline, and it's both for my indie book and my traditionally published book, my husband has actually slept on the floor of my office to make sure I stay at my desk. Oh my god. So he also has to keep one eye open so I won't sneak out because I think, hey, he's snoring, I'm good, I'm getting ready to step right over him, make me some coffee, check, you know, check social media, then I'll feel his hand reach out and grab my ankle. Where you going? <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that so much. I know
1: that is like so. Oh my!
2: So that that's the hard part. If if I sit down and do it, even if I don't know anything that's gonna happen in the book, somehow it gets written.
1: I need that. I need somebody on my floor, right? I, will, <laughs> I get up in a quick, quick second. What <laughs> I will
0: go? I will go like you said. I will go to Target. I will go, I will go grocery shopping. I will do everything, things that could honestly wait. But it's like, you know that you shouldn't be procrastinating, but it's like you can't help it. It's
2: like, hey, look, look, candy. You just, you, I mean, you even want to do the laundry, all of these things. And even when the house, but then by the time you say, okay, I'm going to sit down and write. When I when I went grocery shopping, took care of all the laundry, cleaned up the house, and then by then you're too tired to write.
1: Right, you to chill out. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. And
0: so you have successfully procrastinated the day away. Switching gears a little bit again. How important is black romance to you? Not romance specifically, black romance. Two black main characters, (laughs) just so that we're being clear. I'm not even going to specify man and woman. Two black main characters, you know, we're seeing their journey, you know, of their relationship. You know, how important is it to you to see see that? Not just romance, but black romance.
2: I write black romance because I like them black. I mean black. The only thing that my can do for me is just introduce me to his dark skinned friend.
1: Ah. <laughs> Listen, this I feel is, this Lord is giving similar. a word.
2: So, and I, I think it's important for us to read about ourselves stories of black men and women loving, needing, and, and especially cherishing each other. Mm -hmm. I come from a time when you so seldom saw a black person on television that you yelled loud enough for every person in the house to hear there's somebody black on TV. You know, after that time when our stories weren't being told in romance novels and I didn't see myself in romance novels and I had to, somehow imagine myself in a story where and block out the heroine's long flowing blonde hair and his freckled face or whatever and uh so now coming from that I still hoard stories on my kindle like somebody's going to take this all away it's still very special to me and so that's why uh I write black romance.
0: You're not going to get any disagreement, <laughs> any disagreement here, because, I mean, we're I think that Alex and I are kind of both of the same opinion. Nothing against, you know, nothing against, quote unquote, mainstream romance, white romance or interracial romance, whatever. But it's just exactly like you said. It's not that often. Even now, it's not very often that we get to see, you know, black couples healthy loving on each other and so in the limited time that I have to read I like to read romance and you know when I for me when I pick it up I want to support I want to support black romance because I feel like it's underserved and so that that's what I consume that's where my dollars go because I feel like that I feel like it's important for us exactly like you said to see each other loving on each other i want to see myself too
2: yeah and i think that there's enough there's uh an, there's enough out there especially with the uh explosion of indie which i think is just open things up and made made it mm-hmm. so everybody can uh have their story and uh see themselves so because so the black couple can see themselves the interracial couple can see themselves just the asian couple can see themselves Uh, that everybody can see themselves
0: like think about all the stories that we wouldn't you know that we wouldn't hear or that we wouldn't see you know i think about like between a rock and a hot mess you know not not that not that it was just dripping with crazy stuff or anything like that but it's like as i was reading i was thinking about you know a traditional publisher mm-hmm. this they wouldn't let they wouldn't let her do this. Absolutely. They wouldn't let her do that. You know, <laughs> it was like as I was reading it and the story is great. Like the story is perfect like it is. And it I just remember thinking at one point, I'm so glad she did this. You know, I'm so glad that she did yeah. this independently, you know, so that I can read this story like this. Mm-hmm. How she want how she wrote it down, you know, how she wanted it, you know, to be presented.
1: And that was the thing. Like, I felt like I could feel your personality. Like, Mm -hmm. like in the other ones, like it's funny and it's witty and traditional publishing. But this one was like, oh, Phyllis is hilarious. Like, she is crazy. crazy. Like, I, I I felt that. I'm glad you did it too. Thank you. So what's next, Miss Phyllis? Where do you see yourself? Are you going to continue to put out books, do you even see your books on the TV screen?
2: Now, I would love, you know, how we have these long-range dream goals, and I would love to see one of my books on the um, big screen. Any of the ones that I've written, I, I would love, especially Hot Mess. I would really like that. That um, would be
0: hilarious. It
1: would.
0: I will buy a ticket now. <laughs> I want to see the the TV show. Like, I, that's not a spoiler is it? It's, yeah. I, I think that's yeah. in the synopsis. You know, that it is based on the TV show. I want to see Hot Mess. Like, I feel like that would be yeah. must-see TV. Yeah. We'd be glued to Twitter, live tweeting it with everybody. <laughs> like, I want to see Hot Mess.
2: I'm in the I'm writing I'm I'm writing the sequel to Hot Mess. I'm about 2 chapters in right now, and it's called Here Comes the Honeymoon, mm-hmm. and it's um Hope Sinclair, the, um, the Prissy Sisters story. Mm-hmm. And I do give a, I use the show hot mess, but in a totally different way. I think you all would get a kick out of, it. I don't want to spoil it, but I use <laughs> yeah. the show hot mess and the actress from hot mess, but in a totally different way than I used it with Riley. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So, in 10 years down the line, I just hope to be healthy and sharp enough to still put down what I think is a hell of a story. So that, that's, what I, um, that's what I'm that's what i hoping. Well, I just want everybody to know that, um, above all, I'm a reader, too, and I write what I want to read. I want to read fast, funny, quick-witted, sexy stories that tug at my heartstrings one minute and make me laugh out loud the next. I want to be best friends with the heroine, have coffee and champagne with her and her girlfriends, <laughs> and lust after the hero. I want my mouth <laughs> to drop open when something happens in a book that took me totally by surprise like Jason's prosthetic leg and getting schooled, Mr. <laughs> oh, right. right. <laughs> I think I read that love scene six times. (laughs) I want a good story. It's what I want to read, and it's what I try like hell to give you.
0: Well, reading, definitely reading, you know, reading Between a Rock and a Hot Mess, I can say that you definitely, definitely, without a doubt, gave that um. This is not a formal, you know, where we talk about the book episode. I really, I really do think that we may have to do a separate episode for that. Maybe in a couple <laughs> of weeks when it's not a new release, so we can talk spoilers with it. But you put your foot in that book.
1: <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so where can people find you in your books, Miss?
2: Um. You can find my books at any of the online retailers: Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, Kobo, and eventually Google Play when they'll let me in um and you can find me on my website com. i'm active on all the social media places facebook twitter and my favorite instagram
0: i'm so i'm i still feel really excited i'm like okay what's next i feel like i should have made some more questions (laughs) but we really 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 enjoyed talking to you today thank you so so much for taking the time out um and putting up with our, <laughs> we we were organized today. I won't we say wired, our disorganization because we were pretty organized today. <laughs> but for putting up with our goofiness today,
2: <laughs> thank you and thanks for taking the time to read it uh, and to showcase it. I mean, I really appreciate. it.
0: No, it's it's uh, not a problem. Our at pleasure, all. yes. And it was. And reading the book was definitely our pleasure because, like, I was. A, this this has nothing to do with anything, but I was in a horrible mood yesterday. Like I like nothing I won't say nothing was going right. I couldn't see anything in a positive light. I'll say it like that. And so, you know, getting the chance to, you know, to sit down and take a step away and just get lost in a book, it was really like medicine for me that I really needed. So you know
2: I needed that. My face is hurt hurting. I'm smiling so hard because That's my (laughs) ideal reader, and that's that's what I want. That's what I hope to do with every book. you you you
0: definitely (laughs) did that. (laughs) All right, so we had a a really, 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 really great time talking today with phyllis Bourne. we actually neglected to mention and neglected to properly congratulate her but phyllis was actually nominated for um for short romance of the year um the romance writers of america awards which is really really cool mm-hmm. um so when you listen and congratulations we meant to we actually meant to offer that congratulations while you while we had you but um it didn't get written down. <laughs> because I mean, we need some sound
1: effects on here. I need like a, like uh, a, Like a A, <laughs> like a, a of flop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, because apparently we are disorganized and did not write that down. So we apologize for <laughs> that and neglecting, you know, to give you your proper congratulations your award nomination because that is that's a big deal, um, but yeah we, we really really enjoyed talking talking with Phyllis today and we we enjoyed the book like I'm yes. serious when I say that we're we're gonna have to do another episode where we <laughs> talk about the book so we can really talk about the book but we're expecting that our listeners are going to go and buy the book so we can't do spoilers too soon since today mm-hmm. is um, today mm-hmm. is release mm-hmm. day um, so Sing show me Phyllis applause. show phyllis some release they love by going to purchase between a rock and a hot mess um like we said it's sexy funny fun um it's just a really warm read like especially like if you're if you're like i was and you're not in the best of mood and you need you know you kind of need something to you know to kind of get lost in really really great um really really great read Mm -hmm. um
1: or if you're just in a reading funk period, like yeah, period. because like I haven't read in a little while now, and I was all in, like right, to sleep to it, woke up to finish it, all in. Well, I I had read something Sunday,
0: like Sunday night, I finished something up, something that is a secret so i can't <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Secret. I, uh, I, I can't talk about it yet but um but i I enjoyed that but it was um it was a heavier it was you know it's kind of a heavier deeper you know kind of more more it was a more angsty type of read you mm-hmm. know
1: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i stayed
0: up all night reading it i was up to three o'clock in the morning so my lack of sleep probably <laughs>
2: it it caused probably yesterday <laughs>
0: Um, for yesterday. But um but yeah, Between a Rock and a Hot Mess was a nice, you know, a nice escape um on a on a Tuesday on a Tuesday night. A Mon- Monday night? Monday night. Tonight's Tuesday night. <laughs> but um there's that. Um if you're listening, be sure to check out our um our new release list for the week. Um we there's a lot of new releases uh on on this past list, weren't there? There, were, there
1: was a good handful, yeah.
0: But do check out the new release list um, for the week, um, and I'm probably going to get on get on the Twitter account and you know do do a blast of those to kind of you know to put that out there. Um,
1: what else? Um, I don't know. What are you working on, Christina? <laughs> 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 He's so shady. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm working on book two of the Wright Brothers series. I'm working on Pulling Doubles, um, which is the continuation of you know we meet the Wright Brothers in getting schooled. Um, and this book is following Joseph, who is the doctor, the quote, quote unquote the doctor, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Devin, who is uh, Reese's best friend. You know, we we saw in school that she, um, that she had accepted a position at University Hospital. And then we find out in this book that the position that she accepted puts her in very close proximity to Juan and Joseph Wright. And they don't get along so well <laughs> initially. Well, I I'm, won't I'm say that. It's not that they don't get along well. Joseph is an asshole to her. Um, and so she she and so she reacts to that. She treats him, you know. She treats him how she treats him because of how he treats her. And then, you know, stuff happens. They fall in love. I'm trying to get finished.
1: Uh, I'm like, how you just go jump like that. Stuff happens. <laughs> they fall in love. I'm... <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying I can't give spoilers. I'm
0: trying not to give any spoilers, guys. I mean, it's not a long book, so there's <laughs> not much that you can tell without telling it all. But well, I don't know if that's true. But <laughs> we'll, we'll just
1: leave, yeah. We'll leave it later. in any case. We'll I'm trying out. to,
0: I'm trying to get finished so that I can have my mind clear to, you know, to move into whatever my next project is. <laughs> I have no idea it'll happen when it happens we'll see well no 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 that's not true because this summer um my project with love velvet our football project and so that that's honestly probably going to be the next thing that i move into Mm -hmm. is is that project
1: so with that project i do have a question about that uh (laughs) are y'all writing the book together are y'all writing separate books in the same setting how is that
0: it's going to be it's going to be two full length books but in one kinda I guess kinda like a box set, you know, you could call it, you know, the reader will have one price and for that one price you'll get the composite of both um of both books. Love has a book, I'll have a book, um, but it's going to follow two different players from the Connecticut Kings, which is a foot a fictional football team. Mm. Um I've learned a lot more about football than I than I ever cared to know before I had a hero <laughs> who played football. Um but we're working on it. We're gonna follow my book is gonna follow um Jordan Johnson who is the this all star wide receiver that we actually met in um actually met him in, in inevitable conclusions. He's all the guy right. who showed up at Tarek's office, who Tarek was trying to talk out of being stupid with his money. Um <laughs> So yeah. And his heroine, um I don't know what it is with me, but I've been writing a lot of like I don't think that my heroines have have really ever been like push over women, but Jordan's heroine is like if y'all if y'all were Getting School and you thought that Reese was kind of slick at the mouth with uh <laughs> with Jay, his hero Jordan's heroine she is she's a lot. <laughs> but exactly
1: she, what he needs. That's what she is. Right, right.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that was gonna be the next thing I said. It's is is what he needs, you know. And she, she reacts to Jordan, you know, because of who he is and the way that he, you know, the way that he acts with her. But Jordan is a very um he's a very big personality. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's a very big personality, and I want to I want to use the word flamboyant, but I don't think that's really the word that I mean. But he's he's very much like a life of the party type mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. So you know that that should be fun.
1: That will be. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: There's some debauchery. I think one of the first scenes of the book the book I haven't I haven't written it down yet. It's just in my head right now. But I think the one of the first scenes of the book is in a strip club, and uh-huh. Jordan is like. I'm not going to say what Jordan is doing. <laughs> Jordan is a lot of fun. I'll, <laughs> I'll say that. So, since so you want to be shady and ask me what it I'm working shady. on. shady. It was for the listeners. I'm
1: thinking oh. of the people, you know what I mean?
0: Well, tell the people what you're working on.
1: <laughs> I'm not working. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm working on a Rehearsal for Love. Hope it will be out by the end of this month. Um. It follows two dancers. One is more up and coming, and one is already established, kind of already done the industry thing, and is ready to ease his way on out. And they kind of collide in a in a weird way. He ends up moving. Um, you tell yeah. him too much. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like in the first like. I think I shared that in the sample. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything now. <laughs> i going to say, look out for it at the end of the month. And now, since I said it on here, I really have to put it out by the end of the month.
0: So. You sure do. You know I didn't say when. Oh, wait, I did. I did,
1: didn't I? Uh huh. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it will, it will so, be out by the end of the month for real. Not even sure Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so other other than that, we do we do want to um coming up soon we want to do an episode um kind of following questions from the readers. Um, not readers, <laughs> questions from the, <laughs> the listeners. So, you know, if you guys had any, you know, any particular questions or any any topic suggestions that you want us to, you know, that you want us to talk about, you know, if you want to know, you know, what are what are our what are our favorite, you know, from a certain, what are, you know, each of our favorites from a certain category or, you know, just anything like that. Just let us know because we would love to do, you know, something a little more interactive where our listeners kind of have a voice. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just let us know.
1: We ready. We are (laughs) ready. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing, y'all. We really try to record every single week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and even if it's sometimes it's technology sometimes Christina whole house is sick sometimes I'm <laughs> out of town Like a lot
0: of times my whole
1: always <laughs> <laughs> like like we really do try to record every week so I know this podcast is probably a couple of weeks late but we're coming back with a bang with Miss Willis Born and I hope you guys enjoyed it that was <laughs> sweet <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and let this go because we're just being silly at this point well i I can't speak for alexandra i'm just being silly at this point this is kind of my natural state i'm really (laughs) i'm really really hungry (laughs) (laughs) i'm like dang near delirious at this point so we're gonna go ahead and let this go and as always thank you guys for listening and Have an awesome, awesome day, and go by Between a Rock and a Hot Mess by Phyllis Bourne. You will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm.